Welcome to the Wonder Woman Club podcast. We bring you conversations that will inspire, empower, and educate you to thrive both in business and in life. My name is Vash Naidu, and I'm your host, an intuitive fempreneur coach and the founder of the Wonder Woman Club, a global community of phenomenal women doing phenomenal things in the world. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wonder Woman Club podcast. Today, our guest is Nina Obier, and she is a business strategist, a funness facilitator, and the founder and CEO of Success Simplified. Welcome to the podcast, Nina. We are so excited to have you here, especially me when it comes to funness, because I want to know what exactly this is. So tell us more about what a funness facilitator is and how your journey into all of this started. Oh, thank you so much, first and foremost, for inviting me to this platform. I love the name of your club and what you all are about. So Vash, thank you so much. And yeah, so you might have heard business strategist, funness facilitator, and you're thinking, well, how do those even go hand in hand? And I'd like to date myself. If you recall a haircut that they had, it was called the business in the front and the party in the back, right? Like, so <laughs> I think it was a mullet or something like that. I never had that haircut, but I just remember it being like, you present yourself one way, right? And you have the other, like it's a yes and lifestyle. <laughs> so <Yes. laughs> that's where it came from because Yes, I actually have been an entrepreneur for 20 years, but more importantly, what I have learned in those 20 years is about how to live my life, right? And um, interestingly enough, even today, I saw a, a meme that had an acronym for the word hustle. And I would like to debunk that myth. <laughs> Go for it. Um, because that word, just the energy behind that word, it doesn't, it doesn't align with who I am. It, it just doesn't. When I see that word, I'm like, oh no, 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 no. You don't need to hustle, right? Yeah. You can choose, you can choose to be something different and still have what it is that you're going for. Right. And, and so anyways, that's kind of a little bit about business strategist, funness facilitator. And I can I can tell you where it kind of birthed from um, and why I think it's so important to. To really get in tune with who you are, right, with those God given characteristics that are who you are, that you should totally shine the light on and not like dim it down, right? Not dim it down. And I think when we do that, when we're not true to who we are, like who we were created and designed to be, you know, we still may be successful, but it's definitely not going to be as much fun. Yeah. It's such an amazing topic, just that piece on its own of who, knowing who you are. And I think in in this in the society and the way um, the world is moving forward now, and the questions everyone's talking about, be your authentic self. And I was like, okay, what does it mean? Like, be your authentic self, because we we always hear this. And for me, 
I don't like using the word authentic because I think it's so played upon. And for me, it's like show up in integrity. That's, that's what I think is super, super important. So when you talk about alignment, that exactly is like my jam because that's knowing who you are, showing up as you are without the fear of being judged or anything of that nature. So when it comes to alignment, how do you help people find that sense of alignment? Hmm. So that is part of my journey. And, you know, through a series, I think, you know, great leaders ask great questions. Right? So I think it's in the quality of your question that you're willing to answer is where you will dig deeper to get that gold, right? To get that gold. And I have to be honest, I've been, as I said, an entrepreneur for 20 years, but in the current state of my business, Success Simplified as the founder and CEO of that for seven years. And when I started that journey, I, you know, go it alone. I can figure this out. Um, you know, I, and it's interesting because I came from the direct sales industry, the multi-level market industry, which I absolutely loved. I loved being in business for myself, but not by myself. But that ran its course for several reasons. And then I decided to launch my own, you know, coaching and training business. And notice how I said, launch my own. Oh, right. I'm going to go yeah. okay, do it all on my own. Well, several years into it, I actually was invited to go to an event, right? I am, you'll read in my bio, I am so passionate about personal development. And what I learned early on was to be open to learn, to really learn and to yeah. show up at different events and throw out the words, I already know that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. throw those words out, be fully open to give and receive. And so I went through a process that actually helped me figure out my purpose. And what I learned, first of all, is that purpose is timeless. Like it's, it was gifted to you from the beginning and it doesn't change. So when you really figure that out, um, you then can decide what does it look like to live out your purpose? And that would be your vision. And then your vision changes through your life. So through these series of incredible questions and really digging deep and then working with a partner, like a total stranger, right? Who is like fully yeah. invested in your journey. I realized that through my encouraging, vibrant, joyful soul, I ignite humans to take action on their true heart's desire. Like yeah. that's who I've been all my life. And when I look back in my teens and my twenties and my thirties and my forties, and yes, you need to know I'm in my fifties, how I've lived it out, that vision is different. So then of course, once I found that I couldn't stop, this is almost five years ago, helping others do the same thing. And so so I'll pause there because it was interesting last year and such a year as this, when you're listening to this, when I say last year, I'm talking about 2020. Yeah. Imagine someone who's encouraging, vibrant and joyful <laughs> during that time. So it was a very interesting year. Yeah, I think it's um, for me, what I found with the pandemic, it amplified who people were, whether you were a good person or a bad person, I think it amplified that. Um, which was sad. And I think some people have taken stock 
not to say not like everyone's awful. Some people have taken stock, but the pandemic has hit hard in different ways with 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 so many people. It's been crazy. Um, you know, I love the fact when you talk about this being open, um, forgetting that you know things. And you know, one of my quotes that I love is the more I the more I learn, the less I know, the more I become, the further away I am from ego. And this is one of my own quotes that I, I, I've kind of like downloaded, I guess. And I think it's so important because that phase of unlearning allows us to be that true self because we're, we're shedding all the expectations, we're shedding the hopes and, and, and dreams of others so we can actually be who we are and to dream dreams and to create the, the vision and the purpose from that. Do you... This is something I believe. I believe we have many purposes. Um, do you believe that? Because you are 50, you don't look it, but being 50, living through different series of time in your life, through different experiences, meeting different people, I would, I would guess you've had multitude of experiences. Um, so what do you feel about having different purposes and what did that look like over time? Incredible question, right? And so what I guess it's in the nuances of the words. And so I now choose to say I have different visions, right? I've had different experiences, different passions. But to me, the root is that, like I said, like I can't help myself. <laughs> when I'm in a conversation, I could just meet you and say, you know, learn more about you. I want to learn more about you. And then I hear something and I'm like, well, why aren't you doing that thing? Like, why go go do that thing, right? Like I like I hear it in your voice, or I hear you say, Well, I've always wanted to, but let's take my husband. He woodworking. I guess it's in his family history. He recently retired young from another story <laughs> for another day, which is part of you know who I am. But um when he like started talking about his woodworking, I'm like, all right, well, go to go find the best wood. Go do do do. Like I can't help myself, right? Yeah. To ignite someone else's true heart desire. So I think like that's like the foundation of who I am, but how I live it out. Like when I was in high school and I was on the dance drill team, like I can look back and go oh yeah, I remember my friendships or whatever. Or someone would say, I don't think I could be a lieutenant of the dance drill team. And I'm like, of course you can, right? Encouraging, vibrant, joyful. Like that's just how I show up. So I guess, yes, if you want to use the word purposes, I have shown up differently. I say it's like yeah. different visions with the foundation of who I am. I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah, we are. Because I think what, what people get so hung up on is this, I don't know my purpose in life and they feel crippled by that and I think that could be so um so devastatingly sad for people because they're like oh well I'm not living my purpose and and yeah it's that it's that kind of and I think I use the word purpose because it's it's so identifiable for people and I also love the fact vision because I always talk about having a compelling vision for your life and um and I think that's where that is it's like your innate traits, your innate characteristics, and your personality, all of those things is who you are. It's your makeup, it's your DNA. And that's what allows us to show up in the world, fulfilling those visions and those purposes, because we get to do this with different people at different times in our lives. And, and I want people to hear that because I don't want them to feel like, oh my God, I'm never going to know my purpose. You're probably already 
not probably, you already are living it, you already are doing it. It's just that you have this maybe notion that it needs to be this like light out of the sky, shining on something and saying, this is your purpose, you know, flashing <laughs> lights and, and it doesn't operate like that. Um, so I want, yeah, I, I love that. I, we are definitely saying the same thing in that <laughs> sense. Um, so from going from clarity and helping people find their purpose and moving into, you know, being a business strategist and all of that. And then obviously working with corporates, working with business. I also work with them in, in my other business. It's, it's a very different um, arena. And I know the funness facilitates started to come into your life. So tell me more about how that started and what that transition was moving from business strategy, going into this funness facilitator role. Well, I think so what I knew to be true, right? Let's go back, let's tie the knots. So everyone knows you can figure this out people, right? <laughs> um, these three characteristics that are just in me, in me, in me, and I'm not going to apologize for them, right? Which is the encouraging, vibrant, joyful, that I could bring that. I could bring that to the table with some meat, right? With some lessons around it. And that I just knew that I could do it very well. And how did I know? Well, I was doing it in other areas of my life. <laughs> Our family comes from a long history of wanting to just bring the joy, bring the fun, um, have those, because here, here's the deal. We're not on this earth to do life alone, right? We're on this earth to be together, to be together. And how do we do that? But it's through the relationships. And I think sometimes, again, what did I talk about 10, 15 minutes ago, that hustle, that word like doesn't feel good to me. What feels good to me is let's you know, team up, let's, you know, collaborate, let's communicate, let's, you know, and let's have some fun with it, right? Uh, yeah. So through a series of, again, different things, either I created or I saw others create, create, I could come into organizations and it's, okay, well, what is she doing? We're just having fun here. No, in the end, right? We, uh, built stronger relationships and we built some trust and we built, you know, just a little more play because, you know, really when it comes down to it, that's my whole thing. Feel good first, then take action. And I learned that 13 years ago when I started to study the brain with Dana Wild. She's my brain trainer. I go to her for everything. Her name is Dana Wild. She's amazing. And, and that, that holds shifting your energy, shifting your emotion, feel good first, then take action. Oh, I'm all about that. I love that. I'm going to use that so often now, feel good first, because I think I say it in different ways, but feel good first, then take action. So how does one feel good first for people that don't feel good and find it challenging? Um, you know, they, they might not feel motivated. Now, motivation is not an external thing. It's an internal thing. We always think that it's... Um, it's something that happens to us. It's a choice we have to make so that it does happen. Um, but when people don't feel motivated, when they don't feel happy, um, when they feel, you know, potentially like they're going to fail or fear of rejection, fear of judgment, all of those things, they're crippling in so many ways before they can take action, right? So how do we get people to feel good to then take action? Oh, excellent question. And one of the things I say the thing that I am truly known for that has helped me throughout my journey so far in life is actually taking a piece of paper and a pen out, <laughs> a piece of paper and a pencil out, whatever the case may be, a napkin, 
uh, whatever, I don't care. Something that you can actually write down because that with 60,000 thoughts, at least in our head every day, and we're usually having the same, same thought over and over and over again, there's power in taking it out of your head and putting it on paper. You're effectively putting it down to either let it go or to come back to it later. But here's what I know. And again, I learned this through brain training. One question you could ask yourself is, what's working well? Or what's going right? So in that moment, when you have the awareness that you're just, you're getting in your own way, right? You're, you're just, there's, no, there's no getting around it. That typically is the first thing I'll do. It's like, well, what's going well? What's working well? What's going right? You can find something, even if it's, oh, wait, I'm still alive. I'm breathing, right? So you can actually take past experiences, past things that worked well, past, you know, hopefully, God willing, there is something, right, that has gone well. And you're effectively, right, changing now your thoughts because it's like, oh, that, oh, I remember that. Oh, that's good. Oh, so again, that has a way of shifting your emotion. So that would probably be my number one. My number two is stop, <laughs> just walk away. <laughs> Do not force it. And then figure out what does make you happy. Obviously, I love to have fun. So I'll do my own little dance party. Or I will go um, just step outside if I can. Or I will go take a nap. Or I will call a friend. Or I will, you know. So again, there's multiple lists of things you could do. But for some reason, that one, like just having that awareness, picking up a piece of paper and a pen, and shifting the energy and the thoughts to what's working well. I love that. And, and that the, those steps are so, they're so easy, yet they are so transformative. They sound so simple. And, you know, that's that step of writing things down and, and you know, like using um, a device is, is good. But I also recommend using paper and pen or pencil, because when you can stop those thought processes, and you can actually catch them and start to like, like, just literally take them out of your brain, put them on a piece of paper. So they're not reeling havoc in your head. They're actually on a piece of paper. They've been expunged and you get to then say, okay, right. This, these are things that are working well. I can now appreciate things, start to look at the positives. And then that already raises the vibration within us just to feel that. And the stopping part is so important. People don't, don't take heed of this because sometimes we've got to walk away more often than we think because we need to come back refreshed re-energized, reinvigorated, and also with new thoughts and new ideas and new inspiration. It happens so easily, like the dancing and the playing, that energy, I love the energy of play. For me, for me like you're a fitness facilitator, I love play, like play is my, my favorite thing to do. And I will dance with my cat and do weird things, you know, but as long as I feel good, you know, like as long as you feel good, I think everything changes the dynamic. And I think it's so, so important. Um, so thank you for sharing those amazing tips. Um, I know you also do a program um, called a, a Blueprint for Success. And I think you have so much wisdom and so much value. And I'd be doing a disservice by not picking as much wisdom as I can from you. So tell me about the Blueprint of Success so that our listeners can engage more and learn more from you. Uh, well, Vash, you're amazing. My goodness. So <laughs> guess what, everyone? 
we were talking about it already. Remember that little program that I went to almost five years ago where thankfully I threw out the, I already know that, right? I left it at the door. That was the program, the Blueprint for Success. And it was a one day immersive experience, like something I had never gone through. And I, what's so funny is because I could have walked in there. Oh, I've already been doing my business for three years. This is what I do with yeah. people. You know, I've been in training and development for 20 years. You know, I, I was a, a content developer. I, you know, I was blah, 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 right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just talking like that makes me want to. So anyways, <laughs> I went and there was only one other time really in my life where after going to an event, I like couldn't sleep. And interestingly enough, it was 20 years ago when I went to a little scrapbooking event and I made a little scrapbook page and that night I could not sleep. And guess what? A few years later, I created my first entrepreneurial journey, teaching people how to scrapbook. And I was hugely successful for 13 years. So when I couldn't sleep, from Blueprint for Success, I knew that it was going to be my thing, my one thing that I walked my clients through, that it was foundational. And so I was blessed to be licensed and certified in that program. And we start with purpose. We start with purpose, how I described it before. It takes, oh my gosh, it takes a couple of hours. We really dig deep. And then from there, we then can look at the vision. Like how do you fully live out your purpose, right? Not to make something happen, but because it feels good. See, that's yeah. the thing. That's another thing to make yourself feel good. Stop, <laughs> put your yes. hand on your heart and just you know, declare your purpose statement and get back in alignment. So, so then we work on our vision, but then guess what? Guess what? You may or may not have some thoughts going on in your head. <laughs> So uh, we want to talk about that, right? We want to talk yeah. about, call them BS stories, bogus yeah. stories. <laughs> and then we want to tie in your passions and your values and things like that. And then we end the day with a plan. How many times have you been to something, you've been to an event, and it's usually just a fire hose of information. And then they want you to, <laughs> like as if this is going to yep. happen. They want you to go home and make it happen. No, 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 no. We have you totally roll up your sleeves and, and do the thing and go deep and have actionable, actionable next right steps. You see, those are the things I'm about, right? I'm yeah. about three things. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that's Wayne Dyer, right? So that's yeah. that whole, leave it at the door. Like you said, to learn, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. Like, I love your quote. The second thing I'm all about is that little by little, a little becomes a lot. And that's a Tanzanian proverb. Like, so just the next right step. If yes. you're waiting for all the steps, first of all, you're never going to do anything. You're not going to take any action and it's going to change anyways. So we just want to get you to do your next right step. And then third, and probably most important is that your daily habits matter. So we kind of set you up through the day to stay in alignment on a, on a daily basis, to do the things that will support you living out that vision. Oh my gosh, I get so excited about it. Thank you so much for asking. I got to take a breath. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
No, that was amazing because I think like it's pulling all those things together, but more importantly, it allows people to actually have time to focus on this because you can always try and work on these things at home. And when life is happening, you don't have the time to, to allow yourself the full thought process. You might be in mid thought and you have to, oh, I've got to go to the shop. I've got to pick this up or do that. And it's, it's this constant back and forth, but allowing yourself to be in that space, to be in flow, to be in a space where others are trusted to hold that space for you as well, which is so important. And the big thing for me was, you know, the BS, you call it BS, I just call it bullshit, what it is, right? So <laughs> I'm, I'm that person, I'll just say it, but it is the, it's the bullshit we tell ourselves. And it's that same stories we keep replaying and how they can hold us back in so much. And this program obviously, you know, works with that because I think a lot of times I've seen so many people do so many things in the world. And I, I, I think that they're so good intentioned, so wanting to help people, but it's so it's surface level. And until you can get beneath that and get to that bullshit stories, and until you can help people with those beliefs and help them shift that, this all this is going to be wonderful for that day. And then the next day it's going to be forgotten because it has to, the change has to happen here. And I think that's super, super important. So I love that you do this work. Um, and yeah, I, I was actually thinking, you know, with with all the experience you've had and, and listening to how you've done what you've done. I want to know about the people that you've impacted, because I know you have. And like, you know, did, who's come back to you after a while? And, you know, like the non-believers in the first instance, you know, like those people. Can you recall someone and tell us, like, what was their journey from that non-believing state to actually like changing their life? Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. What's interesting is there, there's a couple of uh, people, but one in particular, and it, it started with this journey that they allowed me to put them through with the blueprint for success. And when we got to the point of, okay, now we're going to take some action, right? We're going to take the plan and this is where the rubber is going to meet the road. And oh my gosh, like dipping right back into the BS and dipping right back into, and not even wanting to write the plan, like just the pushback and the pushback. Yeah. And because it's like, oh, I'm happy here. Thank you for unearthing who I am. But then, oh my gosh, right? The, what will other people think? And, um, you know, the, am I good enough? And the, you know, all of that stuff, because now we're saying, okay, we're going to hold you. We're going to hold up the mirror. We're going to hold the light. We're going to hold the space, go do the thing. And absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. Well, that one individual, this is the beauty about this program too. It's not a one and done so many. And I think that's what like kind of holds up the light to it so many people, they go through it and it's funny. They're like, okay, I completed that blueprint, you know, yeah. or now I'm in a new stage of life. I know who I am, but it's going to show up differently. I need a new vision. I want you to hold the space for me. So they've come back again and again and again. Well, this one woman, actually, she also got licensed and certified and now she is transforming lives. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a person who was not even going to complete the journey now yeah. is helping others complete the journey. Like yeah. that just makes me, you can tell, just makes me yeah. smile. I love that. And, and I wanted to ask that question because I just wanted anyone that 
is listening that doesn't believe these things are life-changing and how it can help you you know it is that state you know you you want a life you want to create something you dream of all these things and then there comes a time when the rubber has to meet the road and you don't know how to get there and things like this this type of program this type of work is so so important um so i want to thank you so much for your time today um, for joining us um, on the podcast and sharing so much wisdom. We look forward to having you back again. Um, and it's been wonderful learning about this and, and the funness factor of life. Um, so I appreciate your time and, um, and we will have you on our next podcast episode. Love it. Thank you, Vash. It was a joy.